Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, when the pretty birds have flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. The district committee was comprised of one high school media specialist, one high school administrator one high school teacher, one high school parent, and one community member, each representing a different school within our district. In that final meeting, the vote was to recommend that from a 5-0, that all boys aren't blue, remain available in all high school libraries. This is Michelle White. She is the uh, Media Center Media Services Coordinator for the Scammy County Public Schools, and she was presenting to the school board on Monday the first of three books they were going to talk about. The other two are children's books. One has to do with uh, two male penguins raising a male penguin chick in a zoo that's uh, sort of roughly loosely based on a real story. And the other one has to do with a transgender um, born a girl believes he's a boy and you know how to deal with all of that uh, and they are young children's books those were a totally different question from the question dealing with all boys aren't blue which as you heard Michelle say they voted five to zero on the review board to keep but only at the high school level only at the high school level and the reason is because it contains some very adult content not just adult themes not just adult situations but very adult graphic language that is uh, well the school board decided was obscene I agree uh, is obscene and that's the issue but it comes within the context of a book that as Michelle was explaining is meant to accomplish a purpose that young adult literature does which young adult literature at its best gives a different perspective, different view, shows you a different life, perhaps, of somebody who might be unusual or rare, but ideally might be kind of like you if you're having trouble or feeling isolated or alienated. You know, one of the values of YA literature, when done properly, is it can take children, you know, not adults, right, minors, who are feeling isolated, sad, depressed, alienated, aren't sure who they are, and it can at least make them feel heard. That's useful. You know, that's good, generally speaking. And that's something that uh, people who want to, uh, uh, you know, ban a book maybe sometimes don't take seriously enough, and you should. On the other hand, the people who don't see the problem in having pornographic writing, <laughs> which is what it was, um, in a book that high schoolers have access to without any permission from their parents, uh, th that's a problem. And that is a problem, and that's why they wound up deciding to get rid of it. And the conversation about eliminating the book was actually kind of interesting. Uh, this is Kevin Adams. Well, we have a since appeal to process, and I, I want to make a motion to approve that appeal. The appeal would be the appeal of the person who made the complaint, and that is to remove the book from right. our libraries. So that's Kevin Adams. All right. Well, it's easy for me. I agree with the, the people that came up that said it was age-inappropriate. I read this book, I read those sections. I believe it is pornographic and obscene and not age appropriate for our school district. So he sees that as a fairly easy decision. Larry Williams, District 3. Uh, I didn't take it lightly in reading this book, did some research. Uh, I can remember um, as a child reading some books that uh, didn't make me feel very good. And in those books, uh, <clears throat> one was Tom Sawyer. 
And uh, I remember how I felt after reading that book. Uh, and, uh, didn't want to read anymore. Uh, reading this book and seeing that same word that was in Tom Sawyer brought back those memories. That's a really poignant expression. It made me feel very bad, and I didn't want to read anymore. By the way, books can do that. I mean, books can, you know, raise and elevate your thinking. Books can inspire you. Books can discourage you, can frustrate you, can infuriate you. Some of that is very good. Some of that can be a problem. Kids at that age, you know, 15 to 18, shouldn't necessarily be sheltered from everything that might challenge them or make them feel uncomfortable. But again, that's very different from reading graphic portrayals of sex acts, right? Which was the issue here. Well, I admire the courage of the author to publicly display his struggles and experiences with an understanding of the incidents in his life that propelled his trajectory. I would rather this book be placed in the public library and not in our Escambia County Public School System Media Center, Innovation Center. And so I'll be voting to remove this book from our public school system. We'll finish up from the other three uh, representatives of the school board here in just a second. Before that, Gracie has traffic on the fives. We still have slow-moving traffic on Mobile Highway. This is going to be at Bellevue Avenue with one lane open. It's causing slowdowns in the southbound direction, backing up to about Pine Forest. Other than that, we are looking good on our roads. Still some slight slowdowns on Avalon Boulevard. This is in the southbound direction. As you're getting onto I-10, there was a small accident there that's causing some some slight slowdowns still. If you see something else on the roads, give me a call to 850-2626-111. And this traffic report is brought to you by Tops Appliance. Featuring freezers, refrigerators, dishwashers, rangers, washers, and dryers from EG to Hot Point, Speed Queen, and more. Tops Appliance, Highway 90 in Milton. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. So you've heard, thanks so much, Gracie. Back to the school board meeting for another night, talking just about all boys aren't blue for the moment. Uh, Kevin Adams says not age appropriate. Larry Williams says not age appropriate in a public school library if it wants to be in a regular library or obviously in a bookstore. Fine, but, you know, not the kind of thing that should be in a library for high school students in a school. Bill Slayton? I'd have to re- I had to really search why would this book be assigned to one of my children to read? And that's why I, I can't. I just can't. I can't uh, find a reason to keep it in our libraries because I'm not sure what the damage might be. Now, that's not a book that gets assigned, and that's a key distinction here, is this is not a question of instructional materials. This is a question of resources available in the library, but still the underlying point of, you know, why would students be needing to read this book under the auspices of school library services, and he can't figure out and the damage from having them exposed to this graphic material. That's the concern. Patty Hightower, who was sick and on the phone uh, on remote because of the meeting or for the meeting because of her cold or whatever. I am, I am, I am, I'm conflicted. I, um, I want all children to be able to read what they want to read. I want libraries and our schools to be safe places for all children. I don't want anyone to feel marginalized. I mean, whether you're a, a black queer boy, there, there are lots of things as we've grown up that have made us seem different. I know that I'm going to let a lot of people down 
because I am going to support Mr. Adams' recommendation or motion. Yeah, and she didn't, I thought, give a real good illustration or argument of why she went from understanding to voting for it because it sounded like she was going to vote against the recommendation uh, or the the appeal. You know, the, the, the five-person board actually recommended to keep the book at the high school level. Finally, Paul Fetzko. I do say that I agree with the rest of my board members that um, whatever literary or other um, positives are from this book, the parents and children have the ability to do this via Amazon or the public libraries. And I think that within our schools, the school district, that we keep, we err on the side of caution and protection. And so I also will vote uh, to have the the book removed. Yeah, and so as you weren't particularly surprised, maybe Patty Hightower's vote. They voted five to zero to remove this book from all levels, not even at high school. And again, the argument here is not particularly about whether it's the experiences of a black kid or a gay kid or a black gay kid. It's about the really vivid sexual content that should not be read by young people. Again, in a school under the auspices of the school library service and taxpayer money paying for it. That's the issue. Now, if the book were not so graphic, we might have a very different conversation. Right? I mean, certainly we might. Um, you know, would there still be objections? Maybe. But we, d- we don't have that to deal with. That's the point, is that that stuff outweighs the other value. Now, there's a whole other question here, which is by July, and Kevin Adams brought this up, he said, and by July, we got to certify that all of our books are in compliance with the state law. Have you reviewed all these books? Well, of course not. 100,000 books. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, you can't do it. It's impossible to do. There, there's no way to say to the state, oh, yeah, we've looked at all of our books and they're all good. Even, even if all they meant was, have you reviewed all of the potentially objectionable books? At three minutes per person, an hour and a half per book, four and a half hours per meeting, you know, we're just not going to get through these books at this point. It's not possible, let alone all of the other materials. So I don't know how the school district solves that compliance issue. Once again, Tallahassee, uh, you know, drops an impossible compliance requirement on your local school districts without really thinking through exactly what that's going to look like. And remember, Tallahassee has been dragging its feet on getting even the certification process for these books up. Like they had to kind of wait for all of that to happen before they could even start. It's just, it's, it's been a mess. But nevertheless, with this particular decision on this particular book, I agree. This is the right choice about this book. Now, the two kids' books are interesting. We're not going to get to that today, but I will get to those in coming days because that's a very different question and a far more interesting one, if you ask me. 721 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you're thinking about selling your home or just kind of wondering, you know, is now the right time or what kind of price can I get for it? I think I hear the market's not so good. I hear the market's bad. I hear it might get worse. I hear it might get better. Call Christina Leavenworth. I mean, this is what she knows. She's been doing this for several years with incredible success. She and her folks at Levin Rinky Realty really understand this process. They know the market. They know how to get you the best price for your home. You know, and really, one of the things about getting the best price is knowing what's realistic and how you stage it, price it, how you do an open house, all of the different things in order to maximize the end result. And they have got this down to a science. They really do. In fact, she can promise you that if she doesn't sell your home in 30 days, she won't take a, you know, she won't take a seller's commission on that. You don't have to pay her. And what's going to happen is just sell your home. Okay, that's you know that's not the end result. But the point is, 
She can make that offer because she knows what she's doing and she has acquired a list of people who are looking and brings all those things to the table, including even cash buyers who will take it off your hands right away if that's something that appeals to you. So find out what Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty can do for you. 723-9158. 723-9158. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Jesus loves the unlovable. He loves sinners, and sinners come in all shapes and sizes. In John 3, Jesus shows love to a religious sinner named Nicodemus. Yet in John 4, he shows love to an adulterous sinner known as the Samaritan woman. Nicodemus needed to be born again even though he was religious, just as the sinful Samaritan woman who had been married five times and was living with a man who wasn't her husband, she also needed to be born again. The fact is, we're all sinners. When the Samaritan woman realized who Jesus was, She believed on him savingly and then told people all over town how Jesus saved her soul from the consequences of her sin. I urge you, trust Christ today to deal with your sin problem. You'll be eternally glad that you did. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. ECUA's free Recycling Coach app is here. Discover which materials are recyclable. Receive automatic reminders on waste collection, schedules, and holiday update. And use the report, a problem feature, to schedule a special pickup or report a missed pickup. What's more, there's educational information on a wide variety of recycling topics and resources. Download the Recycling Coach app today with the App Store or Play Store. Also accessible from the ECUA website. That's ecua.fl.gov. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Ask any racer, any real racer. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. So forget any ideas you got about lost cities, exotic travel, and digging up the world. We do not follow. Seven twenty-five here on News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Good morning to you, Gracie. Is sitting in for uh, Candy this morning with traffic on the fives. We do have slow-moving traffic on Mobile Highway. This is going to be near Bellevue Elementary School. One lane open due to construction, and it is backing up to a little bit past Pine Forest Road. Still seeing some slight slowdowns on Avalon Boulevard southbound. This is due to an accident. Uh, We still have the right lane blocked off. Again, that's Avalon Boulevard southbound at I-10. 98, nothing to slow you down throughout Gulf Breeze and Tiger Point. See something else, give me a call to 850-2626-111. And this traffic report is brought to you by Habitat for Humanity. The Pensacola Habitat Food Truck Festival is going to be on February 25th and the 26th. That's this weekend at Community Maritime Park. Follow Pensacola Habitat for Humanity on Facebook for more information. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Gracie. Now into the newsroom where David Wayne has our headlines. David? The EPA now wants Norfolk Southern Railroad to handle that toxic derailment cleanup in East Palestine, Ohio. The federal agency says they'll find the company if they don't follow through. A Tesla shareholder wants a court to invalidate CEO Elon Musk's 2018 pay package that's potentially worth $55 billion. Uh, Lawyers argued in court Tuesday that Musk dictated the terms of the pay package to the company's board of directors after sham negotiations. And 
Every day has to be something special, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> I know what this is. It's National Margarita Day. Yes, That's it is. Right, the most common tequila-based cocktail in the U.S. Created by legend, anyway, uh, in 1938. So make sure you celebrate accordingly. All right, it's the only way I can drink tequila anymore. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it's the only way. There's no other way. Uh, just the whiff of it straight's not play. You know, so well, I guess in Long Island I can do that too. But you know, no, uh, no solo tequila. Period. Yeah, yeah, not for me either. That's a little yeah, too potent for me these right. days. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 727 here on News Radio 92.3. Oh, uh, very interesting article in the New York Times. New York Times has had a couple of fascinating articles recently. You almost feel like maybe they're getting the sense that they have abandoned their journalistic mission. Hmm, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Uh, so an article that was written just the other day, um, and it was all about Governor DeSantis, and the, the title of it was... DeSantis may have been right. And you say, in the New York Times? Well, okay. First of all, it's an opinion, which is fine. I mean, that's the point, right, that it's a contrary viewpoint in the opinion section. John McWhorter, who is a uh, a famous black linguist, and um, people mistake him for a conservative because he he's sort of expressed some ideas that seem to fit a little bit better with conservative ideas. But I, you know, I think that's a mistake. He's a really smart guy. He's a really sharp guy. He's I've read at least one of his books a long time ago. Uh, anyway. Um, so he's writing this. He says, in January, Governor DeSantis announced he'd ban a draft curriculum proposed by the College Board for the AP course in African-American studies, right? That was what this is about. And, you know, the board claimed that the changes were responses to the input of professors, longstanding AP principals. He says, I'm unconvinced, to say the least, especially when the degree, uh, when given the degree to which the counsel of these professors was mysteriously consonant with DeSantis's. <laughs> like, the AP board, the College Board changed the course almost 100% in line with what DeSantis criticized it for, right? And what the Department of Education said. So they're saying that they independently came to this assessment from other... Bull. Anyway, here's the part that's fascinating. Even though he's writing a defense of DeSantis in the New York Times, it's important for him to say this. I'd like to make clear that I disapprove of the vast majority of DeSantis's culture warrior agenda, a ham-handed set of plans designed to stir up a GOP base and thrall to unreflective figures, such as Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. If DeSantis runs for president, he will not get my vote. Important, like, asterisk note on the editorial, right? However, even a stopped clock is right twice a day. <laughs> and he goes on, and, you know... The rest of the editorial is very much on point about how the stuff that's that was in the class is advocacy, uh, not education, and in no sense does racism mean that the difference has no meaning. And so, I don't know, it, it was an interesting note, especially after the big dust-up over the Tom Cotton uh, opinion piece, the senator. How dare they have a senator, you know, who disagrees with the editorial position of the New York Times? Well, that's the point. And, they, I mean, the newsroom, the editorial room, they were freaked out. They they pitched fits and protested, and they were very angry. And, you know, there were, I think people either lost jobs or walked out as a result of that. So the New York Times is is trying. They also, recently, they also, and I don't have time to read this one, but it was very interesting. New York Times also uh, allowed an opinion piece in defense of J.K. Rowling was the title of it. You know, because she gets alleged to be uh, anti-trans or whatever, and the article basically explained why she's not and why that's a mistaken attack and why the figures they ought to be criticizing are, you know, totally different. Uh, And again, the New York Times running an opinion piece that they actually got a letter written to them by acronym activists telling them, don't run this and don't talk about this stuff, and then the next day they did. So um, good for them for trying again, finally. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. 
President Biden's meeting in Warsaw, Poland today with the leaders of Eastern European allies and the head of NATO about regional issues and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Russia's President Vladimir Putin's been meeting with China's top diplomat. Senior Chinese diplomat Wang Yi is spending the week in Moscow. Wang says he's there to strengthen and deepen relations. China, one of the few countries to have stood by Moscow since the war began. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Conservative entrepreneur and author Vivek Ramaswamy announces he's running for the Republican presidential nomination. We have celebrated our diversity and our differences for so long that we forgot all of the ways we're really just the same as Americans bound by a common set of ideals that set this nation into motion 250 years ago. Ramaswamy with Fox's Tucker Carlson there. He's 37 years old, made millions in the healthcare and tech industries, and calls himself a godfather of the anti-woke movement. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, 70 degrees. It is cloudy in Pensacola. The debate over constitutional carry in the state heating up as this year's legislative session gets closer and closer. Yesterday, the House Judiciary Committee voted 16 to 7 to approve a bill that would allow people to carry concealed guns without going through the state licensing process. Those that are not law-abiding will continue to be not law-abiding. This simply just removes one step in the permit process to allow people to permitless carry. Opponents argue that it could lead to increased violence. With yesterday's vote, the bill heads to the full House once the legislative legislative session starts on March 7th. The man charged in the fatal shooting of an Okaloosa County deputy has now entered a plea. Timothy Price Williams is pleading not guilty to first-degree murder in the death of Corporal Ray Hamilton, who was fatally shot on Christmas Eve during a standoff when deputies responded to a domestic violence call. According to Channel 3, his attorneys requested a jury trial and plan to discuss the death penalty at his next hearing on March 21st. On February 6th, State Attorney Ginger Madden announced they would seek the death penalty following a review of the case by a committee. The 43-year-old Price Williams is also charged with the attempted murder of three other officers. And that's News Radio's Joe Ford reporting. Reaction today from a parent after another swatting call here in the panhandle, this time in Crestview. Um, As a parent, to know that your kid's under lockdown, but it's our, unfortunately, it's our (laughs) kind of, the day and time that we're in nowadays. And it was the third swatting call in the panhandle this month. Similar incidents earlier this month at Pensacola Catholic High School and Bay High School in Panama City. In Crestview, students were on lockdown for about 45 minutes until investigators determined the call was a hoax. Police in Atmore say one teenager's in custody after a deadly shooting of another teen on Monday. Investigators say the suspect is under 18 and drove the female victim to the hospital uh, in Atmore on Monday evening. Investigators say the victim was unresponsive when they arrived there. They believe the shooting happened inside of a car. The suspect, now charged with murder, being held in the Escambia County, Alabama Detention Center. Florida benefiting from over a billion dollars in FEMA assistance for Hurricane Ian. FEMA announced yesterday that storm relief for Ian has now exceeded the $1 billion mark. Over 380,000 survivors have received FEMA individual assistance funds for rent, basic home repair, and other recovery expenses. 
And the Escambia County School District is in the minority among school districts nationwide in how potentially questionable books are reviewed. I posed the question and I asked uh, about 17 or 18 other school districts what they were doing. Uh, Only one has gone and developed a plan such as ours. In the other 16, 17, I can't be exact on it, the books that were noted statewide were removed by the superintendents in those districts. Board Chairman Paul Fetzko uh, on the question of whether the district will be able to certify all the books uh, in their library by July 1st. It's 735 at News Radio 92.3. Gracie Wolf has a look at our traffic on the fives. We still have slow-moving traffic on Avalon Boulevard. This is in the southbound direction right near I-10. Due to an accident, we had the right lane blocked off. So expect some slowdowns there as well as on Mobile Highway, Bellevue Avenue southbound. One lane open due to construction backing up to Pine Forest Road. Um, so expect some slowdowns. Again, that is going to be in the southbound direction on Mobile Highway and on 29 southbound. This is going to be right near West Detroit Boulevard. Expect some slow-moving traffic getting closer to the I-10 interstate. If you you see something else on the road slowing you down have some details give me a call to the traffic line 850-266-111 i'm gracie wolf on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable warm and humid weather will continue today with a high near 78 degrees otherwise mostly cloudy skies overnight tonight temperatures dropping near 69 degrees we're going to stay warm for your thursday with highs possibly reaching 80 degrees lows thursday night near 68 warm weather continues for friday high near 80 degrees friday afternoon with low near 67 this is brooke richardson from the first morning weather center 736 it's cloudy and 70 in pensacola 69 in gulf breeze 70 in milton our next news at eight o'clock breaking news anytime it happens i'm david wayne news radio 92.3 shinka with your money now nutritional supplement company bountiful company will pay six hundred thousand dollars following federal trade commission allegations It made products on Amazon look like they had more reviews and higher average ratings than they really did. The FTC said the case marks its first enforcement action against a practice called review hijacking, in which a marketer makes reviews for one product to appear to apply to another. Bountiful's brands include Nature's Bounty Vitamins. Microsoft has inked a 10-year deal to bring Xbox video games, including the popular Call of Duty, to Nintendo gamers for a decade. If it's $75 billion deal to buy franchise developers, Activision Blizzard gets approved, part of the software maker's efforts to relieve regulators' concerns about the transaction. Microsoft also signed a 10-year partnership with NVIDIA Corporation to put its games on the chipmaker's cloud streaming service for computers, smartphones, and other devices called GeForce Now. On Wall Street Futures, a bit higher. That's your money now. With all the news about interest rates, here's some very good news from Piedmore Imports. Now through the end of February, an APR finance rate of 3.9% for 72 months is available on 2023 models like the Taos S starting from 25641. The Tiguan S from 28227 are the seven passenger Atlas SE with technology from 42632. All are available for 3.9% financing for 72 months and all come with carefree coverage. Volkswagen's free maintenance for the first two years are 20,000 miles, whichever occurs first. So with carefree coverage and low APR rates of 3.9 for 72 months, Feedmore Imports has the models, the coverage, 
coverage and the finance rates to help you own your new Volkswagen today. Piedmore Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Piedmore Imports, 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualifying credit through PCI. Must take delivery by February 28th. See dealer for details. Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. What is News Radio 923? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR TV and the News Radio News team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 923 is. Informative, local, dependable. Offices on the seventh floor are closed for air quality evaluation. So all of us are working from home. Uh, the, myself and the two assistant city attorneys and our three legal assistants were available, obviously by email and cell phone. So hopefully we'll get that resolved this week. This is a city attorney for the city of Pensacola, Charlie Pepler, uh, disclosing that, uh-oh, <laughs> top floor city hall is closed due to air quality. What gives? We'll talk about it with Mayor D.C. Reeves. Mr. Mayor, uh, welcome back to the area from some of your travels, uh, business-related travels, of course, yeah, but welcome yeah. back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Yeah, hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, I mean, first of all, what's going on with City Hall? Yeah, so... Um, we were uh, waiting to make an announcement based on, on getting our you know final uh, checks and results. So I, I don't want to speak to what those are officially, but um, you know we had some we had issue uh, we were made aware of on the first floor and kind of in the back on the Pensacola Energy side um, that they noticed some mold. Again, you know we're talking about a pretty old building, um, so of course we jumped into action, took a, an abundance of. Um, precautions, um, you know, get, got our uh, 11 employees or so out of there on the first floor, tested it, um, and then there were some some complaints from uh, the city attorney's office um, uh, that that it, you know, coughing and some other things like that. That uh, they emailed us, so of course we were going to treat it the same way. Um, we were of course in the midst of testing the entire building uh, already because of the first floor. Um, and so I don't want to speak to, you know, we'll, we'll announce um, when we have that, those official test results back because we want to get in front of that. But ultimately, you know, we feel um, um, good about where we are uh, right now in terms of the air quality and the testing that, we, that we've done. So that it, these are isolated incidents so okay. uh, that, that have not had any long-term impact. But again, okay. you know, more to come. Um, you know, we'll get that announced and out there. And and as soon as it's cleared, work. as soon as the testing clears back to work as normal, but, you know, out of an abundance of caution, what you see, and, you know, I, I can see why that would make sense. Um, one of the things, um, and, and you and I actually had a really interesting conversation at the um, the parade on Saturday, and I, I, you know, for the people who didn't get to hear that, because it was just you and me, um, 
we were talking, for example, about American magic and about, you know, what the city's vision is of the value of having American magic here and where the money is going to come from and how this is going to be a benefit for the city. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what's really exciting about it is that, you know, we, we can just talk about the nuts and bolts things, how we measure, right, which is the number of, of jobs that directly, you know, between 120, 150 jobs that a permanent home for American Magic would bring. Um, and that's great. Um, you know, we, but really, when you start to think about, uh, of course, there's the indirect jobs first, let me say that, um, of, you know, when there's more sailing happening here and then more regattas come and and the, the intangible thing that can happen with something like this is it's a, I consider really this a once-in-a-generation opportunity for the city in the fact that, you know, we're not going to get a professional sports franchise in Pittsburgh, Florida, you know, as much as big a sports fan as I am. This is probably the closest thing uh, we could ever get, which would allow us to say we're the sailing capital of the United States of America, you know, that the, the most invested in, most expensive, fastest boat in the United States um, called Pensacola Bay home. And so, you know, there's those things where, again, you can't put, put on a triumph grant today or on a piece of paper. That, but, you know, when once you plant that flag, the impact that that could have, you know, every again, every regatta wanting to come, every race, people wanting to come down and see it. Um, and just the potential domino effect that that this kind of organization saying this is the best body of water in America for us to train on uh, goes a long, long way in ways that you really can't tangibly calculate. And so. Um, so that's why we're really trying to seize opportunity here. This is not something that gets, knocks on our door every three years. This is uh, something that we want to you know, make sure that we see to the finish line. There is also a part of me. <laughs> now, I know the, you know the mayor's office is nonpartisan, but there is a part of me that as a Republican is thinking about whether DeSantis runs for president in 2024. And if yes, uh, I can see the ad now. Like people are not just driving here from New York; they are literally sailing away from New York to Florida for freedom. <laughs> if, if you're asking me if the opportunity for the governor to take uh, a, a, a sailboat that flies the flag of the New York Yacht Club out of Newport, Rhode Island, and move it to Pensacola, Florida, uh, if that if that idea is lost on me, you'd be wrong. But <laughs> um, you know, again, that's. Uh, that's politics at the state level, and we certainly have, um, you know, made our request in terms of, uh, you know, the funding that we think we've got to raise. Uh, we have uh, – I was in Tallahassee last week meeting with some of the governor's staff, and, um, you know, we, we shared the, some of the things, same things I'm sharing with you about the potential value of Pensacola, that's for sure. Absolutely. We're talking to D.C. Reeves, uh, mayor of Pensacola. Hang on for me, D.C. Let's get a quick traffic on the fives with Gracie Wolf. We still have slow-moving traffic on Mobile Highway at Bellevue Avenue. This is going to be due to construction. One lane open, backing up to Pine Forest. Also got a text into our uh, text line. We do have the light at 29 in Muskogee Road malfunctioning, causing some slowdowns in the southbound direction as you're getting closer to that intersection. And we're still seeing delays on Avalon Boulevard southbound. This is going to be, um, as you're getting closer to I-10, getting onto I-10, the right lane is blocked off southbound on Avalon Boulevard showing slow moving traffic. If you see something else, you see delays, give me a call to the traffic line with details 850-2626-111. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Gracie. Uh, back to Mayor D.C. Reeves. Uh, Mayor, the other thing that you and I talked about is this Amtrak business. And look, I've said this on the air. Uh, I said it to you. I don't get it. I don't get it. It just, it, it you know, it seems like a novelty that not an awful lot of people are really going to wind up using. Uh, you know, public money, it, even if it's not our money, is still money that comes from us in a way. And 
I'm 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 just kind of befuddled by the whole thing, but I know you see it very differently. Why are you so passionate about trying to bring Amtrak here? Yeah, look, I mean, the way you posed it to me on Saturday, you know, well, why? And and I I kind of counter and say, well, why not? Given the circumstances uh, that we are talking about, which are important to point out, um, you know, again, the sixty-six billion dollars coming from the federal government that are earmarked for the passenger rail, and you know, understand, I, I think. This, even at the state level, at whatever state subsidy is going to happen, you know, the mentality I think has changed even with the governor um, that it's not necessarily where like, like it was in Rick Scott days. It's a, he would say, you know, that, that federal money, we're just going to send it back. I think, you know, the, the tack here, what I hear from legislators is we understand this is already earmarked for passenger rail. It's either going to go to, to areas like ours or it's going to go to another area. This is not, you know, this is not going to lead to an additional refund. Um, to someone who paid federal taxes, and so when you give given that fact that that, that it's it is in essence spent, um, you know, on this topic as well as the other most important fact in my mind is that any money that would be put up would be eighty twenty federal money. So um, so for us, as I've said, you know, this is we're going to take a uh, very calculated look at this moving forward. You know, you'll you'll never find me saying we're definitely bringing rail here. Uh, we just this is the time to look at it because of the funding mechanism. Um, and and look, we're a different area than we were 20 years ago. I mean, to even say, well, you know, here's what happened with Amtrak. There were a lot of issues with Amtrak. It wasn't running on time. Um, and I mean, we rolled up the sidewalks for the most part in 2004, 2005, five o'clock downtown. Um, we are, certainly aren't the tourist destination that we are now. Um, and so. There's just I, – I, again, I, I go back to why not. It, it, it costs us nothing to look at this, to analyze it, and the first step is to get this half a million from FRA, and that's exactly what we do with it is we say, okay, well, you know, what, what infrastructure upgrades need to happen to the rail to make it work, um, you know, and you know, what kind of study do we need to do, um, and what's the bottom line ticket item? You know, how much money are we going to have to go to the state for or it would have, if, if any – uh, coming up locally, those are all things that no one has, no human being on this planet has the earth answer to yet. And so, you know, that's why I say, in a way, it's a little bit of house money right now to just say, hey, let's get half a million dollars and figure out if this makes sense. And there could be a time I jump on this radio show and say, hey, we've been running numbers and it doesn't make any sense for us to do this. Um, but no one has that answer yet. And that's, so that's what I'm passionate about is, is to seize opportunity when we have it and to, um, to see if this works for us. In other words, it right now, based on the structure of the money that's available, and again, as you said, it's spent money. Um, we're wanting, we just want to look and see if it makes sense for us, because right now is the best deal it's ever going to be. And if it doesn't make sense now, it's never going to make sense under other circumstances. Exactly let's right. let's find Five out. Years from now, I mean, we're, it's a non-starter. Okay, yeah. all right. And I'm I'm interested to see how this turns out, and you know, the whether we go to the west or go to the east, you know, uh, like towards Tallahassee, Jacksonville, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm interested in seeing all that come to fruition as well. Uh, we always like to end on a bit of a lightning round, so quick questions designed to get us to know uh, Mayor DC Reeves a little bit better. Do you have a favorite iconic movie artificial intelligence villain, like the computer gone awry that scares you the most? Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, just from my upbringing, when you just described that, of course, I, I think of the Terminator just from, from <laughs> right. my age at the time. But uh, I'm, I'm aging myself, I guess. No, but, that's uh, – uh, that, 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 You know, I, I told you, but movies, man, I'm watching football. No, you know? I, no so, that's fair. I that's fair. Um, 
there is um there's a road, okay, a big road that Cervantes turns into, and uh, it it goes towards a city named Mobile. Of course, when we're talking on a phone, we call it a mobile phone. Um, how do you pronounce the name of that road? Oh, I say Mobile Highway. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Is that technically correct? I was. It's the kind of question that once you ask people, suddenly they're not too sure what they think. Myself included. Um, do you when you're when you're cooking spaghetti at home? Do you break it before you put it in the pot? Yeah, used to not. Now I am. I'm a. I'm a definitely fifty fifty breaker. A fifty fifty. Uh, yeah, oh, not a not a third. Not a third. Okay. All right, we're we're thirds in our house, my wife and me as well. And last question is National ah. Margarita Day, and as a former bar owner, former bar owner, are you rocks frozen or some other variation? Uh, man, it's look. If I'm, if we're not count, if you didn't say anything about calories, so I mean, I'm just gonna go frozen just because. I mean, it's just too good, you know. I mean, Florida <laughs> climate on the beach. I mean, there's it's hard to beat, but you know, I don't have too many of them since so I can watch my figure. But, I gotcha. Uh, but man, you can't beat a frozen mug. Air conditioning in your hand, I think we call it. All right, well, DC Reeves, he is the mayor of Pensacola. We look forward to the, the city council meeting tomorrow night and talking to you again next week, sir. Thanks for the time. I always appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. 751 here on News Radio 923. Funny, speaking of air conditioning in your hand, since that's not a real thing, the real thing is the air conditioning you have in your home. And when it comes to heating or cooling, you've got a lot of choices for HVAC maintenance, repairs, or replacement. And you want to be able to pick up that phone and know that you're going to get reliable service on the other side. That's Peden Air Conditioning, Heating, and Electrical. Their primary focus is to provide quality service and installation combined with the best products in the industry. And look, if not right now, like this week, it's going to be pushing 80. Um, But, you know, at some point in the near future, if not now, you're going to be turning on that AC and eventually you're going to be turning it on probably full-time or at least a lot of the time, you want to make sure that it works right before that. You want to get it tuned up so that you're not wasting money on energy that it's squandering. And you want to make sure that it's going to endure throughout the season. That's why you get an annual checkup. Call Pete and Air Conditioning today. Set up an appointment to have your system inspected. So if you need AC worker replacement, call Peden. If you've got an electrical issue, Peden. They've got offices in Panama City, Destin, Fort Walton, and a large location right here in Ellison Field in Pensacola, 855-376-1534 or online at peden.com. And if you're looking for a high-paying job, one of the best places to work on the Gulf Coast, Peden's hiring plumbers, electricians, HVAC personnel. They will train you, and you can apply online at peden.com. Or if you call, just ask for Connor. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information for competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022.
This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me today at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities, specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions today at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. If you run a business, you need to hear this. Hey, I'm Bobby Rossi for ADX Digital. Besides having four great radio stations at ADX Communications, we also have ADX Digital, which is our digital platform to help businesses target customers you want. Your business probably already does social media advertising, and that's great. At ADX Digital, we go beyond the scope of social media. We can turn your business's social media post into an ad that looks just like your post, but we deliver it to thousands of websites and apps based on your target customers using strategies like our online and offline behaviors, keywords, AI, and more. Let our team show you all the different products we help businesses each day, just like yours. From geofencing your competitors, retargeting, targeting or native display, or running video commercials or connected TVs, take the time to call 850-262-6000 and get all the information you need to make 2023 a great year for your business. Call 850-262-6000 or go to adxdigitalmarketing.com. From county commissioner meetings to the blues, Andrew covers it all on your morning drive on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Seven fifty-five, News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Uh, let's go to Gracie with our traffic on the fives. Gracie, we still have some slow-moving traffic on Avalon Boulevard. This is going to be southbound, getting onto I-10. We had an accident there with the right lane still showing some uh, blockage. Uh, so just keep that in mind. You are going to see some slow-moving traffic getting onto I-10 off of Avalon Boulevard. Also. Bellevue Avenue, right near Bellevue Avenue on Mobile Highway southbound due to construction. Expect some delays. And Muskogee Road has cleared up. That was a light malfunctioning at 29 in Muskogee Road, so no slowdowns to show there. If you see something else, give me a call at 850-262-6111. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Gracie. Now to the newsroom where David Wayne has our headlines. David? Millions of Americans all across the country are going to be uh, under winter weather alerts today. Huge storm stretching Across more than 20 states, the National Weather Service says people all the way from the west coast to the northeast will see heavy snow today. Court resuming in South Carolina today in the Alex Murdaugh double murder trial. Yesterday, Murdaugh's surviving son, Buster, testified, shared details of a phone call he received from his father the night of the murders. And the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California has now ruled that the PGA can directly sue Live Golf's Saudi backers. The lawsuit now pits the uh, biggest golf touring body against Saudi Arabia's wealth. All right. Thanks so much, David. 757 on News Radio 923. I've been kind of telling you throughout the morning about this. Uh, I've been playing with ChatGPT. <laughs> and li- listen, uh, what you have to do to anybody can play, uh, all you got to do is give it uh, basically your email and your phone number. You say, oh, I would never give it. Well, you know, I did. Um, and I've been asking it, you know, all kinds of odd things. And it's uh, horrifyingly good. It really is horror. It's, it's, it's very discouraging <laughs> because I, for most people, um, and it might, I haven't dared to ask it, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm good at writing. I'm good at ideas. It's good at writing and ideas. 
I mean, very, very, a little bit school marmy, okay, a little bit, but that's okay. Um, so I decided to ask it just crazy questions. I'm just, just, I'm just, what's going to happen? So I typed in, will eating cotton candy protect me in an automobile crash? You know, because it's cushioning, right? You know, cotton candy is cushioning. No, eating cotton candy will not protect you in an automobile crash. In fact, it could potentially be harmful. During a car crash, the force of impact can cause serious injuries to the body, including head trauma, broken bones, internal bleeding, and organ damage. (laughs) Eating cotton candy, or any food for that matter, would not provide any protection against these types of injuries. Instead, it could actually be dangerous if you could choke on it or become distracted while eating and lose focus on the road. To protect yourself during an automobile crash, it is important to wear a seatbelt and make sure that all passengers in the car are properly restrained. Additionally, you can max- minimize the risk of injury by following traffic laws, driving defensively, and avoiding distractions while driving, such as eating, texting, or using your phone. <laughs> I resign. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, give me the best three arguments in favor of and against nuclear deterrence. It would. I mean, it just... Like, because I asked a question. I had my son ask it a question, a very obscure, because he's big into tanks. Had him ask a very obscure question about tanks. You know, what's the right place on a Tiger II to aim if you're trying to penetrate the armor? And it told him. He's like, that's a little general, but that's right. <laughs> what? Where are we? It's crazy. It, you know, if this is honestly, you know, the Turing test is, you know, can you tell the difference between a human and a computer? And if not, then it might as well be a. It, it's just about there.